This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra podcast. Episode 160, El Dorado Instrumental Medley. Instrumental Medley was the 11th track on the June 11th, 2001 Expanded Special Edition of the band's 1974 album, El Dorado. In the liner notes for the special edition, Jeff Lynne wrote, This is the first time we used a 30-piece orchestra and a 20-piece choir. It was a bit nerve-wracking, wondering what all these classically trained musicians would make of it. I had the dream again. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And we've just come off of Zoom. And there are some good songs there on Zoom. I'm not going to say the whole album is a waste. Some that weren't so great, but, you know, as we've discussed in the last, whatever, 13 weeks it was, it has its moments. And then, right after that, we get into the El Dorado Instrumental Medley. And listening to this, you really realize just how mediocre zoom was or is seems like it's just by the numbers put this here put this here here's your rock song but then you come into el dorado instrumental medley and you hear just how friggin mind-blowing fantastic elo was just all these big parts of big songs that make for a big sound that just fills my ear holes in all the right ways and they all had wonderful things to them that just felt like it just swallowed you up and you're inside this ELO world of delightful sonic assault. Someone's dad once described the major award he won as indescribably beautiful. I think that applies here. I friggin' love it. Meh. Meh. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> I just wanted to hear the screams of many, many people in my head. A million ELO fans have screamed out in unison, and there was suddenly silence. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, I do like it because, of course, I love El Dorado. Yeah. (laughs) And this is basically, hey, let's take all of Lewis Clark's parts and put them together. And you can't fail. There's no way you can fail at that. No. (laughs) basically takes most of the good parts of El Dorado, even though I would say most of Jeff Lynn's parts are great as well. Except for that painted lady, painted lady part. That's usually about <laughs> the only part that I thought was kind of a, a mistake on there. But yeah, there's not really any way you can screw this up other than adding a disco beat to it. <laughs> so, 
or changing it over to dubstep or something like that. Or There are ways you can screw it up, but if you just leave it together and mash it all up, nah, you, you can't ruin it. So, of course it's going to be good. I just don't know why it exists. So I would hope that you give me a little bit of information because I looked over the Jeff Lynne database and I couldn't find this. Or whether or not it was a bonus track someplace or on a 12-inch single or a CD single or what? where did this come from and why is it there? It was a bonus track on the special edition remaster of El Dorado that came out pretty much the day before or the day after Zoom came out. So there were two bonus tracks on El Dorado and this was one of them. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. That makes sense that it's just not out of nowhere. Oh, let's go ahead and do this. Yeah, no. No. Was that wise, releasing a remaster and re-release of El Dorado with bonus tracks the day after Zoom? <laughs> here's our new album, and here's how we used to sound. Yes, yes, when we have <laughs> an orchestra, and I have a full band with me, not just me. Yeah, there were four albums that were remastered, released. I don't remember exactly which ones they were. We'll find out what they are as we go on. But El Dorado was one of them. I think Discovery was also the other one. And possibly Time and Secret Messages. They were all four released at the same time as part of a remaster series that would go through the entire discography at the time. Okay. Which was um, a really great thing. Because the Jet CD releases were pretty bland. There was no lyric sheet. There was no book with it. It was just the cover that gets inserted. Open it up and all it tells you is CD printing, small print type stuff that they put on everything and copyright and you fold it up and the back is just the back cover. With the remasters it came with a booklet. An actual book. It had the lyrics. It had Jeff Lynne's notes on each song. His deep, deep informative thoughts and explanation of every song on, on the album. I like this one. As opposed to the Jet ones, which were... Well, here's your yellow CDs. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, don't make us admit that this band was on our label. Yeah, it's the 80s. Don't no make us admit that the only reason our label existed was because of this band. <laughs> yeah, yellow yes. and Aussie. I can't think of anybody else who was on Jet. That, that's really about all I can remember. <laughs> and anybody <laughs> who was in ELO who did their own thing for a single or one album. And then that was it. Exactly. Know. So, yeah, it's interesting. It is nice and it makes sense in that type of context and everything. Yeah, I just wish I could find some of these in the stores because I'm buying stuff for the E section and I'm starting to realize that ELO has been rediscovered. Yes, yes, they've been rediscovered for the last <laughs> quite a few years. Um, and so we have the Eagles. Yeah, you wouldn't believe how much Eagles records are now. Yeah, most of them are anywhere between 10 to 20 bucks a piece. Um, for most of them, that's 10 to 20 bucks too much for me. <laughs> Never been crazy but, about the pre-Walsh Eagles. Yeah, ELO's starting to look in the 10 to $15 range and for most of their 70s stuff. Huh, good. Another nice thing about this instrumental stuff is that you can really hear some things that you couldn't heard before because somebody was narrating over them or Jeff was singing over them, and I'm not knocking the narrator or Jeff. Obviously, Jeff's voice is great when he's not singing like an angry old man screaming at kids to get off his lawn like in, in Old England Town or Ma 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 Bell. 
And John Ford Robertson, I think the narration completes the songs that he's narrating. But it's also nice to hear what was going on behind. For my ears, I never really noticed the French horn that's buried in the back while he's talking. Little flutes dancing around there. Can't get it out of my head is even dreamier when the strings are front and center. There's a section of Laredo Tornado that my ears didn't seem to pick up because they were singing over it or they're just... Even if it was, you know, a part where Jeff wasn't singing, I don't know if I notice those parts so much when there is no voice to notice, where it's just music, then things kind of stand out more than they used to. The horns in Nobody's Child, they sound extra brassy, bluesy, jazzy. And also, as we're recording this on May 4th, Lewis Clark died not too long ago. And this just shows how so much better ELO got with him in there, with a full orchestra and choir and somebody in there who knows how to conduct and arrange for an orchestra and a choir and not Jeff Lynne telling his two cellists and violin guy, play this and then play it again. And then play it again. I'm just going to stack your recordings on top of each other. And, and there's our orchestra. That's that's good. That'll yep. be good enough. But. Yep. The cellos are more cello-y. The violin's more <laughs> violin-y. The horns are... Um, well, uh, uh, oh, no. Never mind. <laughs> the bassoons are more bassoon-y. Everything... Yes, that's better. <laughs> yeah. The French horns are more French... Uh, yeah, we're back to that again. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're more French horny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that probably reminds people of a bad trip on the Paris Metro, rather than... <laughs> or, for me, I think of Gomez Adams. Tish, you spoke French. Got something to say about El Dorado Instrumental Medley? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Good old everybody. Me, Dono, from that Xanadu thing, and here's my take on El Dorado instrumental medley. I'll be upfront with this one El Dorado isn't a big favorite in the ELO catalog for me. My target is usually from Face the Music to Chunks of Secret Messages, but I am glad I got the 2001 reissue largely because of this medley. This track is a funky little surprise taking six of the album songs and creatively arranging them into an eight minute track. They have done a fine job, especially with the transitions between the unlikely pairings like Can't Get It Out of My Head and Lardio Tornado. This mispronunciation should clue you in how much El Dorado is not a priority with me. Whether they did it live or edited together on tape doesn't matter in the end result, as it flows together nicely. Lewis Clark has earned his paycheck and his place in the band's history, Yellow Part 2 or not. With Out of the Blue and Xanadu medleys now out of the bag thanks to leaks from Lewis Clark's Jr.'s YouTube channel, I do hope there are more treasures lurking in either vaults under Jeff's bed 
or at least in Mr. Clark's old shoebox. If this is the case, there should be a medley album in the works. And yes, I did say album. Not a popular word to utter in this age of aggressive digital dominance. I don't like the El Dorado instrumental medley. As far as medleys go, it's, it's good. It certainly is enjoyable. But the big question that lingers at the back of my mind is, why would you do it? I mean, the instrumentals on El Dorado need to be listened to in their entirety. They are so good. They're a big part of what makes the album so great. And I guess if you were introducing a friend to ELO and you wanted to show them how cool their instrumentals could be, this might be a good way to do it. But better yet, just give them a copy of El Dorado and maybe a good, decent ELO Greatest Hits compilation and let them hear for themselves. But again, this whole medley thing, I think it's been played out, but as I said, as far as medleys go, this one isn't bad, but even better yet, listen to the whole El Dorado album. It's great. I'll talk to you next week. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. That was the first song that um, I recorded that actually I heard this big string section playing along with for the first time and it was uh, a real great thrill for me to hear all these strings playing this tune which was I think I'm I think I'm very pleased with the, the tune of it just very exciting moment hearing that big orchestra strike up in the background like it hate it what does Madeline think hello it's me the fairy princess golden rose Madeline and um the song that we were listening to, which I already have listened to, is, well, um, um, I cannot actually, um, say that words, those words, so Eric will say them. Uh, El Dorado Instrumental Medley. Put this back on here. There we go. Okay, so, 
I liked the song. Wow, she liked it. Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 161, Dark City.